Hello and welcome to University Challenged. I'm your host, Tony Kent. So, what does it take to get into the film industry when you don't have connections? And how do you earn a degree when you don't perform well in exams? In this episode, Amanda Dorset, Head of Production at Resource Productions, shares her story of breaking into the film industry, the power of apprenticeships, and the opportunities that exist in a sector that is always searching for fresh talent. She also shares how studying for a degree whilst at work gives you a confidence and edge that isn't there when you've just left school. If you are looking at building a career in the film industry, this episode is for you. Hi, Amanda. Hello. (laughs) Thank you for agreeing to come on University Challenge. I'm excited for this episode. Um, So for the listeners today and the listeners to come, can you please tell me your full name and what job it is that you do today? Um, So my name is Amanda Dorset, and I work at Resource Productions as our head of production. Excellent. And just very briefly, what do Resource Productions do? So um, we are a not-for-profit based in Slough um, and we uh, help local creative artists in Slough, uh, well, in Slough as well as Berks, Berks and Surrey. Um, And uh, we run regular training opportunities um, and we also do um, film production as well. Excellent. So film, media, creativity, I love it. Um, (laughs) So that's what you do today. Let's go back a bit and talk about your memories of secondary school. What was it like for you? Um, I feel like school for me, I struggled in some aspects. I am not a writer. I, I don't I don't write, um, but I love practical subjects. I love mm-hmm. art. Um, I love textiles. I loved everything. Every every subject I took like that, I loved. Um, so I'm more of a practical minded person, let's say, than a read a book and write an essay type person. <laughs> And what subjects did you study at GCSE? Um, so I studied history, um, which I didn't do very well in, but uh, <laughs> um, textiles, uh, IT, uh, English, maths and science. Um, I think that might be all. Uh, yeah. There was another one, but I can't remember. <laughs> and and how did how did you get on? Did you get passes in all of them? History, I didn't do that well in, but um, I remember in textiles, I didn't do that well in my mock exam. So um, Mm. I really cracked down and um, I managed to get an A in that one. So (laughs) back when A's were a thing and it was When A's were a thing, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Um, And um, I did really well in uh, sort of art design, IT, Um, science, maths, and English passed. Um, got the got, got a C, which is what we, what was needed. Then. Yeah, yeah. And and what um, what were your options from there? So you've got your GCSEs. What advice were you given, or what was ex- or what was expected for you? Um, so my school actually offered A levels. So um, 
I knew I didn't know what I wanted to do. Um, and I had a part-time job at my school, um, sort of doing, working in the canteen at lunchtimes and ah. cleaning after school and stuff. So, um, so I was earning a, a little bit of money and I knew I didn't quite know where I wanted my career to go yet. Um, so I did A-levels at my school um, and I took IT, creative media and art and design. Oh, great. Okay. So, the subjects I, I love. <laughs> what was that like as an experience doing, because I see now you can do a lot of creative subjects via a BTEC, for example. What What is the experience like of doing... I guess what you might consider an academic qualification in a highly creative subject. So um, my B, there was two BTECs that I took and then art and design wasn't a BTEC. Yeah. Um, I didn't do that well in art and design, so I dropped that at um, AS level. Yeah. Um, but um, for the practical BTEC qualifications, mm. um, I found it really useful because I don't test well. I don't yeah. do exams. I don't yeah. <laughs> really test well. So um, yeah. doing IT and creative media, um, creative and digital media, sorry, um, really enabled me to sort of do a, create a portfolio for myself in both subjects yeah. Yeah. and really helped me to really take something from both those subjects and go out into the, the working world as they say um and know what is expected of me because in every work day we don't get tested we don't get exams um but yeah um yeah and that's a really good point actually um you don't no. <laughs> it's, like, it's not a test <laughs> you need to actually do yeah that's that's really striking um so did you know that you wanted I guess I've got two questions. Well, one was once you've got your BTECs under your belt and your AS level, um, was there an expectation or an opportunity for you to go to uni or did you did you have an idea of what you wanted to do? Um, I had no idea what I wanted to do. I was starting year 13 um, and in PSHE, we were made to do our UCAS applications and I knew I definitely didn't want to go uni because I didn't know what I wanted to do, um, but I didn't know what other options there were for me. Mm. Um, so we all had to do a UCAS application as part right. of PSHE. So I, there, there is one, <laughs> there is one that I created, but I just right. knew it was, just wasn't what I wanted to do. Um, yeah. I really, I really enjoyed sort of mixing work and sort of studying, which I'd yeah. done for about two years throughout sixth form. So yeah. um, I knew that aspect, I could juggle work and I could juggle studying, but I yeah. don't know, I did, I just, uni wasn't something that sort of appealed to me and was I was something that I wanted to do back yeah. then <laughs> and and what was the guidance from your school if you said I I, I don't want to go to uni thanks for the UCAS exercise but um <laughs> I don't want to do this <laughs> um there wasn't much I mean we're talking about 12 13 years um, ago now yeah. so there, there wasn't much um however when I I used to go home and I used to sort of do a bit of research into what is there out there for me um, found out about apprenticeships and um, sort of talked it through with my mum and dad and we sort of 
puzzled the pieces together ourselves. Um, the school didn't really know much about apprenticeships. Um, I hope they, I really hope they know more now, but um, they didn't know much about it back then. They just knew it was something um, that you could do, but not not sort of the subject areas that you could sort of study um, an apprenticeship in. Okay, so um, what happened then? You left uh, sixth form and went where? <laughs> um, so I actually applied for loads of uh, IT apprenticeships because yeah. I thought IT was what I wanted to do. Um, and then there I found a local media production company called Resource mm -hmm. Productions. Uh -huh. and, <laughs> uh, they were offering a level three creative media um print um creative and digital media sorry apprenticeship yeah so um i applied for that um and i think there was like a two-stage interview process mm -hmm. uh, was really really nervous um yeah. didn't know really know much about resource um beforehand um mm. and yeah managed to to get the job and here i am still 10 years later today <laughs> wow and how um was the apprenticeship structured so um, I think my apprenticeship was one of the early apprenticeships um, when they decided to do a week long sort of study. Um, so every couple of months we'd take a week out and I'd go to uh, a college called City Westminster College um, in London and um, we'd go and we'd sort of study our uh, our. I'd say it was more, it was practical, but sort of the things we need to know in our roles, basically. Yeah. Um, and then alongside that, uh, whilst you're working the other time, there is sort of still some evidence that you'll need to upload uh, as yeah. part of your apprenticeship and um, and everything like that, like videos, voice recordings and everything yeah. like that. So and yeah, what, mine was a bit different, but. <laughs> and what, what were you doing as your kind of, day job while you were studying what 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 did you get exposure to so I was um my official role was workshop and admin assistant yeah. so um at back in the time when I first started we ran the NCS program so um we were running a digital media aspect like a film production aspect of the NCS program so Is that we national citizenship yeah okay yeah, yeah. national citizen service so um uh -huh. yeah. we were one of the pilots um with that in slough so we would yeah. um we would take i think they're for 16 17 year olds um for four weeks we teach them film from pretty much a to z yeah. um and we do some residentials with them um yeah. and really getting all the young people from the local area from different schools to know to know each other and um find a passion for film as well yeah fantastic so, so, that was my main main role <laughs> and and had you had any exposure to the sort of film industry film production before um the only sort of knowledge i had of it was studying creative and digital media at school um for my yeah. a levels um yeah. i hadn't really thought about it as a career sort of progression avenue before but um I didn't really know much about it um yeah. obviously now Berkshire is booming with film so yeah <laughs> it's changed a lot yeah. in the last decade but um but yeah I I knew I loved it and I knew I loved the sort of practical aspect and 
I love film, so it just makes yeah. sense for me to look into that aspect and see see what we what we do. And what happened once you'd completed your apprenticeship? So I completed my apprenticeship after the first year, and then I actually went on to a, another apprenticeship uh, yeah. within Resource, uh, which was a level four in marketing yeah. and communications. So. Yeah. Um, that's where I really found my passion for looking at our in-house sort of marketing, yeah. um, looking at our designs, um, yeah. and what sort of branding we have as a company, yeah. um, as well as doing similar stuff um, and sort of production coordinating on um, our productions that we've got in as well. Yeah. And what would that involve, actually? So if you, what would a production coordinator do? So um, pretty much organising um, contracts. Um, it might be um, talking to crew, helping recruit up with the production manager or the, uh, or the producer. Um, yeah. It will be um, sort of making sure that lunch is organised. Yeah. Um, sort of the practical aspects that just makes every the whole sort of production tick along yeah. um without those things if lunch was late then yeah we've got angry crew we've yeah. got um delayed in sort of like restarting back up after lunch uh, and everything yeah. like that so yeah um, so yeah and it's quite in um interesting I guess like you know I'm not within your industry and I imagine there are a lot of people that I suppose or wouldn't think about doing marketing and communications in within a, a film production company um so being able to open up that world to people it's really important and you get your level four <laughs> and then what happens <laughs> um so then um, I'm not too sure what I want to do next. Um, so yeah. then um, I, I know she's going to hate me for mentioning her on this, but Dom, uh, yeah. our managing director, um, yeah. we sat down and she said, why don't you do a university degree? And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> I was like, I don't think I can do that. Um, yeah. I was like, I, I, I pushed it aside when I left school, so I don't know if I can do that. Yeah. Um, we did explore um, sort of university degrees um, yeah. in apprenticeship, sorry. Yeah. So um, so we did see if there was something that could follow on from marketing and communication, something like graphic design yeah. or something like that. Yeah. There wasn't anything um, back then. I believe there is now. Uh, yeah. There's a lot more. Um, I think there's level five, level six. Um, yeah degree apprenticeship so um there's a lot more now um but um yeah I, I decided to do part-time uni um and part-time working with the support of resource yeah. um but I knew I didn't want the um to I wanted to fund it myself I didn't want to yeah. leave with this debt um yeah. student loan so yeah. um so I was quite lucky in the fact that um resource production supported me for half of it and then I fundraised yeah. for the other half wow and and what is your degree in um so it's in graphic design visual communication and illustration so yeah. <laughs> for, the, for the full title <laughs> yeah and is that something that you're still studying today 
No, so I actually uh, graduated in 2020, so yeah, mid-pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I completed that. That was five years. Um, yeah. So my whole degree was five years. So yeah. Um, how, how did you find that process? Were there students who were studying at the same time as you that were fully at university full time? Does were you mixed together? Yeah, so um, each year, depending on what my modules were, um, yeah. I might that I was pretty much one of the only ones that was studying part time on my course. Yeah. So I would sort of join. It could potentially be the year below this of people that started yeah. like after me. So yeah. I would sort of join them um, depending on what my modules were. So I'd take yeah. less modules each year, really. Okay. And um, and what was that experience? like for you what were the sort of conversations that were happening between so you're already within the industry you've got a job <laughs> you're applying what you've learned um yeah how was that it was it was a very strange experience because um like some people wouldn't turn up for for a lecture one day and I'd be like you do know you're you're paying for this <laughs> like you do yeah. know this is costing you money whereas um I think throughout my whole apprenticeship I sort of knew what I wanted to do and worked alongside it and knew um yeah. sort of training costs money so yeah uh, if, especially if I'm funding it myself I want to make the most of it um yeah. so it was really strange to have that experience where people like I was one of the older ones as well some people would yeah. just left you um left school sorry yeah. uh, or sixth form or college um so I was one of the very few ones that had sort of worked and then gone back to uni yeah um to study sort of graphic design um yeah but uh yeah there were some strange conversations where I was like you do know you're you're if you miss the lecture you still gotta pay for it and uh, you're paying for it so make the most yeah. of it while we're here use the resources that the uni offers yeah um, which I think with my apprenticeships that really helped put it in perspective for me yeah and how did um how did it impact on what you were doing at work did it um uh, did you find ways in which it sort of contributed to your growth or what you brought to the role how did you kind of meld the two things together um well, I spoke to Dom and um, I was like, I really want to sort of, uh, I have the marketing and communication skills um, yeah. and then obviously learning the graphic design skills. Yeah. We are now able to bring that in-house. Yeah. So um, we actually bring graphic design and we do graphic design for clients and offer that service um, yeah. as well as do it in-house um, as well. Yeah. So, um, Ah, so, and did it change your role? So you were production coordinator. Did that continue while you were doing your five years of study or did your role change? Um, so I went up to production manager yeah. um, and then um, now I'm producing um, our sort of productions that we've got. So sort yeah. of stepped up to co-producer and now, and now fully producing um, some of the short films that we've got in. Um, and then recently was production manager on our first feature. So um, that was very interesting. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, and 
how does that feel seeing your name on the credits <laughs> it's still, it still doesn't feel real yeah. <laughs> it still doesn't feel like oh wait we've made a film when did that happen um yeah. but yeah it it is a sense of achievement i feel when you sort of you watch that obviously when you're filming you're filming in different sequences you're filming different things at different times and it looks completely different on screen than it does in person so when you actually see a full film together yeah um, it really feels like wow we made this <laughs> we all contributed yeah. we all got together and we all we all did this so um so yeah it, it's really like a sense of pride and achievement when you see your name well on yeah and is it um within sort of your industry and I, I don't know how often you meet with other production companies or, or what it's like so you can kind of enlighten the audience on this is there um an expert like are you I guess are you unusual as an individual and as an organization in how you use those apprenticeship routes and how you support employees to study while working is that unusual for your industry um it's becoming more regular now mm -hmm. um there are um some companies looking into apprenticeships um as a production company we um obviously do a lot in-house and more than 50 percent of our staff are apprentices or previous apprentices right so wow. And we have managed to really grow from that. So yeah. when I first started, there was about three of us. And now there is about 10 to 12 of us, I believe. Yeah. Um, so we've really grown since I first started. But um, there is, there is because most um, productions are sort of temporary, maybe they could be three months, they could be six months, they yeah. could be varying. So um, we obviously do a training aspect to our side of the the company which production companies don't necessarily offer they might do um yeah. depending on what what they they do but um um there is a i believe there is an apprenticeship that is looked into where you can do like six months with one production and then move on to another six months with another production yeah. um i believe that is currently being tried out but um, don't take my word on it. So I don't yeah. know much about it. <laughs> and and you said that you are a not for profit as a as an organisation. That's right, isn't it? So yeah. I I would think that maybe that does make you um, different in in the industry that you're providing a kind of. Um, uh, I was trying to think of the right term, but you're providing a space for people to come in, learn grow develop the skills that they need develop their own portfolios who then and, and they then may go on to work elsewhere yeah we offer a lot of like guidance for those that want to enter the industry any mm. age whether that's uh, just leaving school currently at school um maybe experienced in career in accountancy for example all of those are transferable skills to the film industry and the film industry is crying out for crew at the minute so anything really? that we can do to sort of talk to people about the film industry so everyone can understand that it's not just yeah. your producers your writer directors um, yeah. your director of photography there is a wide range of roles that go into the film industry that people yeah. need and isn't that fascinating because I think lots of people would think 
it's impossible to get in and that um yeah that the roles are restricted to what you see on the television <laughs> it's just you know all the yeah like actors directors photographers um ah well i i wonder if you might get a flurry of interest <laughs> as a result of this um one thing you must tell me is what's the name of the um feature that you produced so it is uh little english so um we are currently in distribution stages but um but yeah hopefully there will be some more news on that soon right so it's been uh so it's been made and it's been premiered it's gone to some festivals is that right yeah, so it was premiered back in June, um, June this year. So um, it was premiered at the London Indian uh, Festival. So um, it was premiered there. And then we've done Manchester Indian Film Festival and uh, Birmingham Indian Film Festival with the film. Great. So now we just need somebody to take it to general release. Is that right? Like, I will use the water. <laughs> Yeah, um, uh, which is what we're currently working on. So right. fingers crossed. Wow, that's really exciting. Um, so you've got your, I mean, you've got a list of qualifications that you've earned whilst building your career, whilst earning an income. Um, what is next? <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe some time off studying. Yeah, <laughs> okay, like, fair enough. I've studied yeah. my whole life. Um, yeah. But what I do really enjoy is, um, obviously, as I said, we have a lot, well, we don't have a lot of apprentices, but previous staff have been apprentices and we have currently have an apprentice. And what I do really enjoy is sort of, um, sort of teaching them sort of yeah. what, what the film world is and um, yeah. everything sort of that they might not know or school doesn't teach you or... Yeah. maybe college hasn't taught you yet so um really opening up their eyes into this is everything you can do in the film industry um mm. which I think is really important in an apprenticeship so personally I like that sort of guidance and um helping others in within the company to say have you thought about this have you thought about that um or what do you want to do and it's, I think it's quite handy to say, I don't know what I want to do yeah. all the time. Yeah. And and I know like yourself and other members of the business sit on apprenticeship kind of boards and, uh, and organisations. What do you think apprenticeships bring to businesses? Well, I think for us, it's enabled us to grow. It's enabled us to have different opinions and bringing those into the company and different experiences and enabled us all to grow um, together, not just in size, but in sort of what we do. Like when I first started, for example, we run the Creative Collective programme that didn't exist back then. And now with, we have grown in capacity, so we are able to offer that service to residents in the local area and beyond. So. Um, so yeah, it, it it's really enabled us to grow, but um, I think everyone brings in new ideas and I think that's really important for a company um, because we run so many different things now. Whereas if we kept to our three little person sort of team, um, yeah. 
we might just be sort of doing the same same things day in day out um, with our own ideas. Whereas I think bringing new people into the company um, with all different range of experiences and yeah. Um, yeah, career paths that they've all been on. I think it really helps. And and the apprenticeship programs that you use are they? Uh, is there a kickstart? Are they formalised programs that um, that that you prefer to use, or do you create your own path? Um, so we have our current apprentice um, is currently um, uh, studying with sort of the BBC apprentices. So um, she's enabled she's enabled to sort of see what the how the BBC work and how yeah. other companies and it's not just the BBC but yeah. uh, how other companies um run their productions and able to sort of come back and suggest stuff to us and learn um and we can go oh is this is what's going on in the industry now maybe yeah. we should look into that or is there any way we can sort of grow um grow ourselves wow and what do you think sort of for you has held you in good stead throughout your career what do you think are the things that have helped you to get ahead um I think I think for me it's not you don't have to know everything so uh, and asking for help um and as I say I don't my my skill set isn't writing it's not mm. uh, anything like that but there are other members in the team that is that that it, that is their skill so i think yeah. not no matter how far you get in life not knowing you don't need to know everything basically you don't need to have an answer for everything you don't need to um you, you can put your, all your heads together and sort of come up with a solution but you don't you don't individually need to being your own bubble and know everything yeah that's a great that's just great advice for life I think <laughs> um, and what advice would you give to someone who for example maybe like yourself says I know I'm a creative I want to get into the film production industry but I don't know how what, what would you recommend to them um well obviously feel free to reach out to us. Um, yeah. We have the Creative Collective. We run local training courses um, mm -hmm. and then we can sort of talk you through um, what roles there might be. There is a really handy resource on the Screen Skills website, okay. um, which explains all of the roles and what they do. Um, ah. And it's, it's, it's a really useful resource. Um, but if you're unsure or you're like, I really want to get into the industry, but I don't know how, I don't know what I yeah. need. Um, yeah. Then you can always come to us and we can sort of see how we can um, help support, you, get you into the industry because it is definitely booming at the minute. Great. Okay. And that is good to know. So screen skills, creative yeah. collective. Yeah. Um, know that the industry is booming <laughs> and uh we will put all these links in the show notes and then people know that they can get in touch with you. And is there somewhere that people can see a sort of trailer for your film, Little yep. English? We're in the midst of updating our website at the minute, um, yeah. but it will be available on our portfolio page on our website. Great. That's fantastic. It's just 
such an awesome story to hear because I think a lot of what the portrayal externally is of the film industry is about kind of big name Hollywood stars getting paid a fortune Mm -hmm. and for for someone externally going how do I get in there Um, talking to you is just like completely opened that world up so thank you okay (laughs) lovely thanks (laughs) 